From where does he write? So he starts from which is the positive, which really means the tzad that she is not guilty. And we'll come out from there as the Gemara will explain that if she was guilty, then things will not work out so well for her. So that's part of why that's why it's included. And then you continue, which is again the the uh, if you did um, rebellious and strayed, her husband. You skip the pasuk which says that the kain is because that's not a part of the Allah. That's just part of the directions that we're referring to the kain over here. So you skip that. And then you go back to the case of Yitin Hashem what's going to happen if she's guilty. The waters will come into her stomach, and they will explode her stomach and cause the thighs to fall. In a case of you don't end off with the final words, because that's again not part of the actual klala, that's just the, the directions that now she has to respond and say, Amin, Amin. To what the Kayan said. So, therefore, the bottom line according to Rav Meir, which is Tanakama, is you have the Allahs. You happen to have two types of Allahs the Allahs which are explicit and the Allahs which are not explicit, which are when they're sort of in the background. And then the directions you don't have. So, there's two parts of directions as the Shvua that the Kayan makes the woman make, that's referencing the Shvua, and the response that she says, which is the Makabal, the Allahs, that's not said at all. That's not written either. Which is explained yesterday means straight. Straight from the beginning. Which is again includes the the not explicit Alis. It includes which directions. It includes obviously the actual punishment. And certainly it also includes, according to Rashi, at least that the response that she makes is also included as well. All that is not written. What do you write? So he says that you do write where it starts from and the punishment, and you do not um, go back, you do not say at the end write the final words of Amrisha Amin Amin. So according to him, you're just writing really just the actual Klalis. And that's it. The actual Klalis and nothing more. Why? <laughs> okay, I, it's true. That, 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 I mean, you would hope if she's innocent that she should drink. What's her other option? You don't want it. If she's innocent, right? She has no other option because she can't. She, you don't want her to, to admit falsely and say just to, which would get her out of drinking, herself. right? For force her to divorce and like end the marriage. But you don't want that. So you want her to drink essentially if, she, if she's innocent. Brachas come from the drinking, right? Correct. It doesn't seem to come from the drinking. Why? Without mentioning it, without mentioning it. According to who? 
Well, according to who? According right. to no, no, possi- no, 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 none of them mention the actual brachas. Right. You mentioned that that if he didn't happen, then he won't nothing. Right. Nothing negative will happen. Right. Doesn't doesn't say the brachas, oh, right, right. right? Which was well, right. okay. That's it. it. Sounds like just okay. You're off the hook, but not. Nah. I thought that might have been part of my hook. It's like why you should mention that or not. Like the, to, to say uh-huh. right, which is which is yeah. No, it's, it's a good point. You're right that that you know if you if you would want to bring bracha to it, that that should be in the water as well. But I mean, I don't want to use the the magic, but the 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 magic of the water is a cause to to lock in some ways. I guess the might be right there. The brachas also is interesting. It's an interesting point. The mice said that. Could have heard that the brachas itself should the place for them to be in here. If she's innocent, then she gets that. We also read already that the waters could be guilty if the waters won't do anything anyway. Also correct. Right. 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 Okay. So the Maya committee, what's the machikis between these three shitas of what exactly is written on the on the of uh, which psukim are written? Bhakrakamitli the following Pasuk is the source of the Machlekes. Pasuk says, He writes these curses b'sefer. So Savar, always is always mamish. Always refers to the actual klalis, the curses, which are going to happen and take place if she is guilty. Ha'alis, extra hey, the rabbis klalis, aboyis machas brachis. Even the clause which aren't explicit, but which are sort of implicit in the fact that it's going to be Negative if she didn't, right? if she's not, if she's, if she's, it's as if she's not guilty, everything will be okay. Clearly, if she's guilty, things won't be that way. So there is a implicit clause on the end. It's also written, that's included in the extra, hey, to include that as well. Ela, these, what's these? The Wutti Klaus and Mishnatera, to exclude the Klaus Mishnatera, those aren't written. And hi, Wutti Tavais, or Kabbalah's. I mean, which are all not part of the actual curses. They're just more the directions that are being used for the client and the cabal that she has to the clawless. And therefore, that's these clawless are written, but not things which are we'll call extraneous, which are really not connected to the actual clawless. That's all Rav Meir. Rav Meir, he agrees with everything that was said, but he learns that the S, it says, the cost of S always is the Rabbi Tzavayis or Kabbalis. That's an extra S to be Marba. The Tzavayis and the Klalis, the S is a Rebbe according to Rev, according to VAC. It's really extra and extraneous, and therefore, it's coming to be Marba, Tzavayis and Kabbalis. Rev Meir, Esam, Leidarish, she does not Darish, Esam. And we said, perhaps yesterday, is, as some of us want to explain that, if you hold Dibber, Terek, Lashem, Adam, so then the word S is, is not really an extra word, just really the way we, we speak, and therefore it's not included in the in the drasha. Rav Yehuda, which is now the third shita, kulok b'miyuta darishle. He dashes the entire pasuk in the structure of a miyut. Alois alis mamish ha alis with the klolish habayis machas brachis. It comes to exclude the klolish which come machas brachis. Only the actual alis themselves, not the ones which are not explicit in the pasuk. Eila. And ha'ila lemute tzavayis v'kabalis. He's also coming to be ma'it and to ma'it tzavayis v'kabalis. 
So the Gemara asks, "Rav Meir, am I shna hi hey?" To Rav Yehuda, the first hey is Marbe. When it says Ha'olis, is coming to be Marbe. Or my shna hi hey, the second hey, which is Ha'ila, Ha'ila these, which is Marbe, coming to exclude. What's why is one hey Rebbe one hey me? You would assume maybe it should be consistent. It should both be the same. Why do we assume why is one hey me, one hey is Rebbe? I think Marbe says very. It's all based on context. The hey, which is in the context of a riboy, which means that ha'alais is all a riboy. It's coming to tell you what is included. So therefore, the word ha'alais is a riboy. The hey, which now is tacked onto that, also is a riboy. comes to include more. However, but the hey, which is by a mute, which is by an exclusion, that's going to be further mamayit. So ha'ela, these, these is an exclusion. It's going to exclude, and therefore the hey attacked onto that. It's also an exclusion. Okay, so that's what we got up to yesterday. Now is a new Gemara. Yudzayin and Aleph, but exactly almost was that halfway down. Okay, so we have now. I want to just go into Rav Meir back for a second. Because where's the focus on Rav Meir? So Rav Meir was a Tanakama of our Mishnah, and Tanakama Mishnah held that the. The psukim that are written are the first psukim, which are really not explicit klolis, but the klolis which come from brachis, and the actual explicit klolis. Those are the two things that are written according to according to Rav Meir. Fred Gemara, very interesting question according to Rav Meir. Rav Meir in Shas does not hold of the opinion that from a lava that from a negative you can infer a positive. What does that mean? So this is really the the, the famous source of this is about Rav Meir. This is about what's called tanai kafel. Tanai kafel is when a person makes a tanai, and the case where it's learned from is the tanai of Bnei Gadol Ruven when Moshe Rabbeinu was making the uh, arrangements with the two and a half shvatim who want to stay over on the Eivar Yardin. So what happened? They, they wanted to stay. So he told them that if you come and you fight with your brothers, etc., then you'll get the portion of Nebra Yardin. That's, that, was the, that was the promise. And then he said, and if you don't, then you won't. That's called Tanai Kafel. Speaking of both sides of the, of the condition. If you do, then yes. And if you don't, then no. Now, the idea of Tanai Kafel seems to suggest that if you didn't say the Tanai Kafel, then even though it's, it's pretty implicit, if I say you know, if you come tomorrow, I will give you, I'll give you this, right? So it's implicit, if you don't come tomorrow, then you won't get that, right? But Tanai Kafel says you have to speak both parts out. If not, it's not considered available tonight. Tanai Kafel needs both parts of the Tanai to be spoken out. If not, it doesn't have a status of a Tanai. I can figure it out on yourself. No, Tanakhova needs both. That's what we see from the Psukim of Negod Bnei Ruvain. For those who learn out from there, that you need all Tanai have to have to mirror the Tanai of Negod Bnei Ruvain, that it has to have both parts of the of the Tanai. That's oh oh so that, so oh, so so yeah right. So if you hold that, if you hold that, you can figure it out on your own, which means. That Tanai Kafel wouldn't be necessary because 
if I say, if you come, if you fight with your brothers, then you will get the portion of Eretz Yisrael. Right? If you hold that, you can figure out from there, if you don't, then the flip side will be the case, then there's no reason for Tanai Kafal. And you're not going to learn out from there. That there's a custom. Okay. You can call a lot with the Shemayim, but the Gzirah is a custom that you have to apply it tonight. Okay, so, it's hard to say that. In other words, that Gzirah is really good for saying no, that you, you don't see it in there. You don't see it implicit. Because now, it's, it's not saying so much that it doesn't make any sense. Gzirah is a is really giving you a, a structure to tonight, which means that if you say both sides, then I, I see both sides. If you don't say both sides, I don't see both sides. That's what it's saying. That means you don't see the Chalavat Hashemayim, because if you saw it, then it would be there. So, you could say stop with Zerah which makes no sense, but Rav Meir is, is the way the Gemara is understanding Rav Meir, no, it makes sense, that you don't say it, you don't see it necessarily, because, well, even though I, I, I said, if this happens, this happens, maybe okay, if I didn't speak out, maybe I didn't mean it 100%, maybe I was, uh, okay, I wasn't, so if you say it, both sides, a thousand percent, you mean it, that with certainty. If this happens, then yes, if it doesn't happen, then no, Not, there's no two ways about it, right? How many, how many times is, uh, you know, said to a child, if you come here, then I'll give you the candy. They don't come, they still got the candy, right? So, it, it happens, right? In other words, so, if, if he spoke out, so if you come here, you get it, if not, you're definitely not going to get it. That, that's making it a very, you know, much more clear declaration. They still might get it, but at least, at least it made a much more clear declaration that it's not just the words that are being said, but it's, it's very, you know, it's very clear what I mean when I speak on both sides. So, Rav Meir is the author of that opinion, which says, that every Tanai has to be a Tanai, which is Tanai Kafal, similar to the Tanai Menegal and Ruvin, which means that you don't figure out Chalavat Tishmei, you don't, you don't see what would be right, the flip side just by saying one side. You don't see that. So if so, if Rameh um, doesn't, doesn't see that, so for the Gemara, I lost it. Well, less the Rav Meir, Rav Meir does not hold of this opinion that you would see it automatically. So he doesn't hold of it. Means you have to speak it out. So then, of course, right? Then there's, there's you have to speak out both sides of the equation in the in the uh, in the klala and the flip side. If yes, then not. And if not, then yes. Right? If you are innocent then nothing will happen. If you're guilty, then... So, I don't need a rebuy to... Um, well, more than that. So, so it come out, so come out according to Rav Meir that you don't see any klola over there then. Right? Rav Meir is the one that says that there's a klola because... In implicit in the first part. What's the klola? Because since it says, if you're innocent... Nothing will happen. It's implicit in the other that I close us. No, Rabbi doesn't hold of this implicit idea. He doesn't agree to the whole implicit thing. He has to be spoken out in order to be valid, to be real. So that first part, you can't even see any clothing at all. The whole clothing is just dropped. If you don't know the chal, what the So I don't understand. It's strange anyway, because the other side of this coin is in the next passage. Correct. Correct. So why would you have to take the first pasuk and make the implication if it's about to say it explicitly? 
it's a, it's a good question. But the answer to that, the would be that according to mayor, you want to have both colors, both aspects of the color. I mean, put Moshe was all one pasuk. Was, was it? Well, I, I'm not sure that would make a difference if it was one pasuk. In other words, that's where he's learning it from. But it's said in it's said in both ways explicitly. It's said both ways, right? That's what they Both ways, not both ways, right? Here it doesn't say both ways. Explicitly. It does. Well, it does. It says if you are if you if you're innocent, nothing will happen. Right. And if you're guilty, so it says both ways. It happens here too. Right. right. So if so, without leaving out a whole discussion about mayor tank. God, you would say that what? That you wanted to put in both aspects of the Klala. There is, there that's is, what I thought was going on before. And, and that, yeah, 100%. And that's true. Rashi starts saying, like, this is that. Right, because because that's the Klala. The Klala, it means you don't get a Klala unless you say Maklal. Why can't it be that you're putting in on the paper should be also the good news and the bad Oh, that, that's, that's what Andy was asking, is that is that put in the actual bracha. There's no, the bracha's not mentioned. No, but it says it will be okay, so... It's, but it's, the point of this of uh, say both sides of the story. No, because the point of this of this water is is it's all negative. Yeah, it's it's they're putting in the right putting in the klala, right? It's it's that's the pasuk says. Right? What does it say? The cost of us are always seila. It doesn't say right to the pasuk was. Say anything you want to know why. It's a good child of why. Why if the water is also going to bring bracha? Why isn't the that's a kasha? But the pasuk clearly says what you do. Right. Clearly only my klalas, right? So the only the only understanding of why that. First part should be in there is because it's a klala. How is it a klala? Because it's implicit in the fact that it says a positive thing. Yeah, that's right, oh, so that's the most kasha. But less than the Rav Meir, v'chalavat Hashemayin. That's the whole of v'chalavat Hashemayin. And if so, the whole first pasuk, only way you see klala is because it's implicit in the pasuk. If he doesn't hold the idea of being implicit, it's not going to work. Out. It's not going to work out. Most of the fascinating teretz. Amar of Tanchum, Hinaki Ksiv. We da- it says Hinaki, which is. Uh, where the pasuk was, <laughs> it says. I know the pasuk in front of them. Yeah. Hinaki me amari lais. You'll be clean from these uh, from these bitter waters. So Gemara says hinaki is without a yud. Okay. And therefore, the Rashi explains this is that. Hinaki can be also understood as chinki, right? The fact that it's not a word, hey and chesar are somewhat interchangeable. So chinki ksiv. Chinki means choked. So there is actually an illusion in the pasuk itself of a of a curse. What's the illusion? The fact that it says hinaki without without the yud and can be understood as or darshan will call it darshan as chinki. Therefore, that's going to be. A klala which actually with Amachal at the Shemay is actually a klala itself. How does that fit in with the Taishas Kosovo? It's a good kasha. It's a good kasha. It's a drasha. It says if you're not guilty, you're going to get benefit. Okay, so it's it's an implicit drasha on the flip side. It's on the flip side. It must be on the flip side. No, but here it's explicit. He doesn't hold the flip side when it's implicit. When it's explicit, he holds of it. Here it's explicit. How is it explicit through the drasha? I, it's, it's, well, those two words are somewhat interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Right, do for, right. So it's also true, well, but that's that's the drasha. Where should the yud have been between the hay and the nun? Yeah, uh, he naki. Okay. Even though that's right. what? You wouldn't put it there. So what's the drasha then? Yeah. Well, what, 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 Rashi's mash for that. Rashi says the it could have been, it should have been a, a yud. 
Right, the fact that Yudah was dropped. So therefore, that that's the drasha, gedashin el chinki. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting tarets, right? We're sort of putting the negative in in this part as well, and that's the way the more is you know, dashing. But therefore, at least you have the negative, which is now actually explicit, not just implicit. Okay, let's just see the little Haggadah now, and then we'll uh, finish up. Try to go to the Mishnah Rekiva. So once we're discussing about different uh, aspects of their uh, proper conduct, etc., the more goes into a general concept about marriage and proper or improper. So if there's Zachos Shkinah if the Takas there can have a proper, healthy, good, then the Shkinah is, is among them. If they're not Zacho, then the Ish fires fire eats them up. How do you see that? Because the Yud of the Ish and the Hay of the Isha, those two spell Hashem's name. So if you have everything going well, you have Hashem's name there. You pull out Hashem's name, what do you have? Ish. You have fire. Both by the man and the woman, you have you have fire. And the Mariah says, the Isha and the woman causes this more is, is, is in, in some ways is uh, is other is better than than the man. Well, because by the by the um, man the ish is not together. There's a yud in between. By the woman, ish is actually together, right? So it's uh, it's it's what? So right, look at Rashi's lashon. Rashi's interesting. Rashi's lashon is eishal isha kosha. Meres lechol leparo michel michel ish. The the it's, it's stronger. It's 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 more um, burning. Rashi's Rashi implies that it's. We had this earlier also that the right the similar more before. I think Morris said that the woman is more the cause. Right? We had the back on that hay or so. Um, we had a similar concept. It sounds like she's more the cause of it, and therefore brings down the 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 uh, negative aspect as well. Amrava why do we say to the woman we bring dirt to the seita? Because if she's zeicha, then she has this shalvat shalva kavram avinu. Ksev bei offer veifer. Loizachsa tachsa leifar. If she's not zeicha, then she'll return to the dust. She'll she'll uh, she'll die. So here it's actually is putting some of the positive spin on it. Not in the Megillah, but in the at least in the water. And the offer has a positive connotation as well. The positive connotation is like Avram Avinu. And therefore, that if she is Taka's Echa, she'll have children. And not only just time children, have children that be on a. Because it says on the if of an Afer. Okay. What does he mean, Prave? <coughs> what? Prave Afer means just that we use Afer. Right, for the, for the. Right, for the Mesaita. Darish Rava. For those words they use, I am like offer an afer. There's children of the two mitzvahs. Afer para, the ashes of the para doom, which are metara, which are metara, the person who's tummy. And offer saita, which really brings the ability to have a woman prove their innocence and even bring bracha. So that's the two things that came in the schos of Novinu. offer kisi adam. Is also the offer Gisadam, which also is, is is from mitzvah. So why wasn't that included? It's true. There's a mitzvah. Hechshav doesn't mean just a preparation. It means there is a mitzvah. 
it's they use in preparation for eating and 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 it is a mitzvah. But hanalaka, there's no hanal from it. Why? Because you can eat the the animal without the the uh, the kisi adam being done. It's 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 mutter without that. So there's no real hanal coming out of it. As opposed to afropar, is real hanal. Person becomes tar. Offer seita. There's also hanal that, that she's again she's innocent that she has tremendous bracha come to her. So it's real hanal comes from therefore with that this the schar of I'm saying so, bro, real bracha. You say that it's not ma'akev? It's not ma'akev. No, it's a mitzvah, it's not ma'akev. Let it eat without it. Avram Avinu, in the chutzvah sarich noal, that he didn't want to take anything from the spoils of the war with Avmelech, Zarachu banu lebez mitzvahs. Chutzvah treles, the string of treles, and ritzuhi shal tefillin, the strap of the tefillin. Where's the bishlam ritzuhi shal tefillin, there's real schar there, and real reward, exiv, that the Amaritz will see that the shame of Hashem is upon you. And we, what does the Gemara say? So you see that it brings a euro, it brings fear, it brings fear, it brings a pacha to the Goyim. So it's a real schar, real reward that we're getting and, 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 a, and a benefit that we gain from it. What exactly do we gain? It's true, it's a mitzvah, but what do we gain in a very specific way as a reward for what Avram Vinu said? The Sanya. Why is Trelis different that it was chosen as all for all the colors? Trelis is similar to the, sea, to the color of the sea. Yam And Yam is, makes you think of the Rikia. Rikia the Kisya and the Rikia makes a person think of the Kisya Kavan, of Kosh Baruch himself. Underneath Kosh Baruch's feet is like this. Uh, it is a sapphire stone. Like this, like the sapphire stone is the Musa of Akash Baruchus Kisei. So it, it brings about Pashas, this tremendous connection to Akash Baruch, which comes out through through the through the Trelis, and that's the 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 reward, which comes out of Trelis that we connect to Akash Baruch in a much greater way to the Trelis, through this whole Gilgal of Trelis Neimuliyam, Yam Neimulikia. Kilikis Yakov, etc., etc., etc. Okay.